middle of a series on spiritual gifts. And um, we've looked at the words of knowledge, healing, the miraculous, gifts of tongues. And tonight we're doing discerning spirits. So studying spiritual gifts, is, it's not for entertainment, but to understand that they reveal God's heart and nature. As Scotty pointed out at the beginning of the series, God wants to show who God is. Tommy reminded us also that the spiritual gifts are not for us, but for others. We certainly use spiritual discernment for ourselves, but it is given to bless others by confirming what God is doing in their situation or environment and to lead them into truth or freedom, which is what we need. Um, I want to tell you a story about something from my past, um, from my family's past, um, around discerning. Um, so my parents and their mentors um, believe God told them to form a community, a bit like chapters, and um, together they bought a lifestyle block of land in the, near the Marlborough Sounds, um, and it had stunning views, it was a lovely place. The main house had once been the maternity hospital for the area. Um, the idea was it was going to be a respite place, a little bit like Natiawa for those who know it. Um, my family did it, decided not to live in, in the house, um, and so my parents would go there quite a bit during the week, and we usually spent most weekends, or at least every second weekend up there. Um, but it was really hard the whole time. It was just really difficult. I think the relationships were fine between the families involved, but just the whole ministry was just hard. And um, so eventually they felt that God was telling them to close it down. And so there was a lot of confusion and a lot of, you know, what's going on, God. And so they were in, did lots of discerning prayer times. And um, my brother happened to be there one time, and he happens to see things in the spiritual realm. And he, um, he started crying, like really sobbing. Sorry. Um, and when asked what was wrong... Um, he said he couldn't stand all the baby babies crying out from the ground. And so finally, after many hard years of trials, it was discovered that the reason God had asked my parents to buy the property was to bring all the aborted babies to rest with God. They prayed for the babies to be at peace with God and cleanse the land from the pain and heartache, and the property then sold. So the gift of spiritual discernment is really important. We learn about the spiritual gifts from 1 Corinthians 12, and the message, in the message translation it says, God's various gifts are handed out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various, various expressions of power are in action everywhere. But God himself is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows what God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. I find that exciting. Um, Paul, who teaches us this, tells us we all get a gift. We go on an adventure with the Holy Spirit to find out what it is. God loves community, and so he gives us our gift but we need the others and their gift to bring about this work. Distinguishing between spirits dovetails with wisdom and words of knowledge, and they are the three revelatory gifts. 
but I think we can also see that tongues and interpreting tongues and healing all also dovetail and we just we do really need the whole package. Um, some of us have the gift of discerning of spirits, but everyone here can develop a discerning spirit. So not all of us will have the gift. I'll just chuck that down there. Um, 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 12 says, These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given. We discern whether it is from God, whether it's from the devil, or from man. Discerning of the spirits has been given freely to all of us to use who have invited Jesus into our life and also the Holy Spirit into our lives and desire to move in this gift. So point one, number one from tonight is that some are given the gift of discerning spirits. We will discuss that a bit later on. However, everyone can discern situations, dreams, spiritual manifestations, because we have the Holy Spirit to draw on. Um, there will be a few of us in the room, um, or a few of you in the room, who are what the Bible calls seers. That is, that you can see what is happening in the spiritual realm. This is something you don't need to be afraid of. If you love Jesus and you're communicating with him, but it is something to be careful of. There can be places we've been, people we've come into contact with, relationships we've had, um, different satanic medias or a few other reasons that have opened a door to evil spirits. If you think that is the case, um, then ask one of the prayer team or Rose or myself to pray with you to shut the door. Seeing what is happening in the spiritual world can be lonely, and if you do see what is happening in the spiritual realm, you may feel different or you may feel like you don't fit in. Charlotte explains um, how this has been for her family um, in this week's seasonal guide, and it's really worth checking out. Um, if this is you, please know that your gift is so needed. As my story at the beginning highlighted, and yeah, maybe some people call you crazy, um, so it is hard to admit that you have been given this gift. Plus also we have that question quite often, what do we do with it? I believe the answer is not to get stuck on what you see, but to look beyond, and I'll explain that later on. Um, there are three main spiritual sources that we need to discern which are at play. Um, first is from man. Um, we ask, is it from our own mind or soul? Um, yeah, I like to interview myself. I um, sort of interview my heart and I, and I ask myself or ask my spirit through, through the Holy Spirit, what's going on? Is this is what I'm experiencing from pain or rejection, fear or um, some other feeling? Um, also, St. Ignatius of Loyola um, and the Jesuits called discernment of spirits, distinguishing the spirit of God from other spirits that influence us, such as like the spirit of winning, the spirit of a nation, a controlling spirit, spirit of the times. I mean, there's 
loads of different spirits out there. So um, we just need God's wisdom to work out what's going on. In Matthew 16, Peter discerns from his own wishes and doesn't ask God. And when Jesus was telling his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem to suffer at the hands of the elders and the chief priests, Peter says, never, Lord, this shall never happen to you. And Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. We have to give up just doing things because they feel right. We need to sacrifice our time, our desires, our pride. Need to be right, thinking the way of the current culture, and ha-ha, some Netflix time to find what is the way of God. (laughs) But how do we do that? So I've got a little list here. Um, I think there might be a slide of them. Yes, I think. Um, So first of all, dedicating the time and situation to God. Um, I usually um, ask God to that I'll only hear his voice, only hear Jesus' voice, only hear the Holy Spirit's voice in this particular prayer time. Um, when I'm really anxious for God, or not anxious, but really, really need God to be at work, I'll also sometimes remind him that he's a jealous God and he needs to make sure there's no, no other voice so that I can know I'm going to hear God. Um, we um, open our hearts to God and the Holy Spirit, and this is really hard, but we give away whatever it is, especially if you're discerning for something that that you want, um, we do need to give it away, and if it is of God, it will remain or come back, Um, but that is a tough one, Um, and it's always good to ask what does scripture say about the situation, Um, and I will ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind a scripture that will speak to the situation, I find that really helpful if I'm confused. And we look for the fruit of spiritual discernment, like a deep peace, joy, um, or clarity, like a sudden sense of the way forward or understanding. Um, And also really helpful um, to ask someone who hears God, um, is this from me or another source? And then the second one is the devil. Any type of vision into the spirit realm, whether it's angelic or demonic, is the gift of spiritual discernment. The gift is from the Holy Spirit, but Satan attempts to copy everything that God does. Um, An example of sort of how Satan might work is just um, a friend bought a watch at a market in Kuala Lumpur a few years ago. It's a copy of an expensive watch, a bit like a Rolex. It's such a credible copy that it raises eyebrows that the person would own this really expensive watch um, because it's worth some stupid amount Um, It is such a good fake that um, when this person took it to the repair, um, to be repaired, the watch repairer thought it was real too, um, which is, yeah, incredible. And this is how Satan acts with us. So we need the Holy Spirit to discern. In Acts 16, Paul and Silas were harassed by a counterfeit spirit. Once when we were going to a place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for, for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. 
Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of here. At that moment, the spirit left her. The girl was right. However, the spirit that she spoke from wasn't from God. Satan is a deceiver and a counterfeiter. And that's why Paul had to stop the girl. The Holy Spirit gave discernment to Paul. Paul needed to protect the people from being deceived by other false prophecies from the girl that might lead them astray from God. And we need the gift of discernment so that we and others aren't led astray. The Bible says we are to test words. Um, Scotty shared a while ago that as we see more and more God at work in our community, that we'll see more and more evil going on around us and, and globally. So there's excitement, there's also hardship. So we need now more than ever to grow in discernment so we aren't deceived and our eyes are open to God's way. Even people who walk closely with God and hear his voice accurately can massively miss it. Um, the Gibeonites tricked Joshua into making a covenant with them and he ended up having to go to war to defend them. The Bible says he did not ask counsel of the Lord. So our third one is God. Here are some helpful questions we can ask ourselves to discern. Is this word, spirit, or situation from God? I think there's a slide for that. So the first one is, did the spiritual experience enhance my knowledge of God? Did my love for God increase from the experience? Was my life transformed or changed in any way after this experience? And I would also say check things out with others who know, who you know, hear from God or your leaders. So an example is I had an encounter with an angel as I walked praying in the main street of Kilburnie. I was praying about leading my last church to launch a ministry to the homeless or those that beg in Kilburnie. The angel I, I saw, like I didn't physically see it, but I was just aware of this massive presence um, it was enormous and it blocked my way. I could not go any further. Um, I was stopped in my tracks. Um, and I believed I was being told, no, this isn't, this isn't for you, this isn't the time. I was gutted, um, but grateful the Holy Spirit was guiding me. So I went back to God in prayer a lot, and the Holy Spirit gave me three visions over time. Um, they're long stories, so I won't tell them, but... Two were of places in the inner city, and God asked me to pray in one of the areas and told me I would walk a path over the other one. The third showed a road leading to St. Peter's. They've all happened, but not as I thought they would. They all enhanced my knowledge of God, increased my faith and love for him, and boy, has my life been transformed by coming here into the free store. Another example is I went to do a house blessing with another chaplain from Massey a couple of years ago when I worked there. The students um, in the house believed that um, the, the flat below was sort of half finished and they believed it was haunted. It didn't feel welcoming downstairs, but I really couldn't sense anything or see anything in the spiritual realm. The other chaplain had a sense in one area, um, but he wasn't really seeing anything either. Um, so I just, it just came to me um, as we were praying that um, I should um, 
just ask Satan to reveal his hand, to, you know, to overplay his hand. And so we had sort of looked all around and there was this one area where there was a light bulb but we turned the switch on and off and there was no power. And then um, suddenly this light started flashing on and off and it just kept flashing on and off. And so we were like, aha, uh-huh, and we're able to... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so we were able to um, pray and just um, send the spirit on its way and peace returned to the flat or to the underneath of this house. And the students said that there were no more problems. So we don't need to fear Jesus told us in Luke 10 that he has given us all authority over all of the power of the evil one. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, I love that scripture. Uh, Sometimes we subconsciously discern the atmosphere around us. As mentioned earlier, it is important to interview ourselves with the Holy Spirit and ask, what is going on? Um, Is what we're feeling due to something we need to bring to God, or am I discerning the atmosphere around me? If it is from the atmosphere around, we need to pray and bless with the opposite. For example, if you are suddenly in an area and you feel a sadness or you suddenly feel down and that's, you know, you know that's out of character for you at the time, then bless the area, bless the people with hope and peace and God's love. Sometimes we might suddenly have some not very pleasant sexual thoughts come into our minds. And, you, you know, I used to, if that ever happened to me, I'd be like, oh, God, I'm so sorry, you know, that, you know I'm really sorry that that came into my mind. I didn't realise it was God telling me, you need to pray in this area, you need to pray, there's someone here that needs, needs some help. And so you can pray for God's purity, you can bless the area, bless the people around you with his purity. So to sum up this point, we need to check out what are we discerning? Is it the Holy Spirit? Is it ourselves or an evil source? We do this by examining our hearts, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal the source. If it isn't from us, we need the Holy Spirit to reveal what is going on. If it isn't from God, we use our authority through Jesus to bind or cast out and to bring the Holy Spirit's love, joy, peace and other fruits of the Spirit to the person or location. Um, coming into land soon, people. <laughs> um, there are some levels of discernment. Helen Calder um, is a Melbourne-based um, experienced teacher in prophetic ministry, and I have come across her work, and she explains really well the levels of discernment and takes our eyes off the immediate um, to look beyond what God is ultimately doing. So here's her explanation. Um, first of all, she has um, natural perception, The dictionary defines discernment as the ability to judge well. So at the basic level of discernment, one, we can see the external of what is happening, and we also have the wisdom and perception about what's taking place behind the scenes. Um, The writer to the Hebrews says, um, but solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. That's Hebrews 5. If you've got the gift of discerning spirits, you have that heightened ability to discern, and um, some of the um, signs of it are you're tuned into people's motives, um, you're perceiving the spirit, spiritual realm, 
you're sensitive to atmospheres, both spiritual and natural, and um, you have the ability to discern the demonic realm and spiritual realities. And then the third level is seeing from God's viewpoint as the Father sees. Helen explains, if you desire to have the gift of discerning spirits, it is a desire to see as your Father is seeing, seeing what God sees. We need to have a relationship with God to see what he sees. When your ability to, to discern is submitted to the Holy Spirit and based on the Father's love, it will truly be a gift. The fruit of your discernment will not be fear, suspicion, confusion or accusation. That's a sign that it's probably the other side's um, for, um, influence that's going on. So some signs of this third level of discernment operating is your discernment is life-giving. It brings freedom and transformation. It builds the church as in 1 Corinthians 12. And it draws people to Jesus. So we can be like Jesus. We looked, who looked beyond what could be seen with physical eyes to what his father God was doing. He then spoke and he acted. Jesus gave them this answer. John 5. Very truly I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. And then with the story of Luke 8, Jesus took the disciples on a visit to a place called the Gerasenes, where a de demoniac man was living among the tombs. So on the level of natural perception, people could see that the demoniac was crazy, out of his mind, and dangerous. So that's level one. Someone with discernment could see that his life was being controlled by demons. They might see the demons. That's level two. However, Jesus went only with discernment. Sorry, went not only with discernment. He went with the eyes, heart, and mind of the Father. He saw a man afflicted with demons, but he also saw beyond that to a worshipper, a disciple, and an evangelist. And what he saw, the Father's intention, is what took place. He set the man free and sent him on his way with the good news about what God has done. Level three. So when our eyes are focused on what God is doing, our gift of discernment can grow to a powerful level. We can then act and speak accordingly as Jesus did. So Jesus was able to look at the tax collector sitting in his booth, a man seen by others as a cheat, a shark, and a tool of Rome, and see a disciple. He called Matthew into his true role he was intended to do. Oops, yeah. <laughs> um, that's me. The, the gift of um, spiritual discernment is really important. And those who have it, please don't hide your light under a bushel. We need it. We need it in this, in this church and in this community. In 1 Corinthians 14.1, Paul says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit. So you may not be seeing in the spiritual realm. You may desire to. You may desire for more discernment. Um, you may actually 
desire to know Jesus more. Um, tonight's a really good night. If you don't know Jesus and you'd like to, or if you would like to renew your relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, tonight's a great night. We'll have people praying over at the, at the cross. And I talked earlier about um, shutting doors on those that are feeling tormented. Um, again, tonight, someone at, over at the cross would be really happy to pray with you to, to shut the door. So I'm just going to finish um, with a prayer. So if you desire greater discernment, let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you that we have you to discern what is going on in our hearts and what you are doing with others in our community. We pray that the eyes and ears of our hearts may be enlightened in order that we know the hope which you have called us to and the freedom for ourselves and others in our community and our land. We desire this gift to give glory to you. Amen.